We are here at KPFT 90.1 FM Houston covering the Beto O'Rourke debate. The Beto O'Rourke Abbott debate, folks. Please, uh, we got a little short or we're three minutes out, but you know, we are on. Folks, this is your time to tell us what you want to hear during the debate. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Let's talk about what Texas needs. Let's talk about what we need to get things going in Texas. Who is better to represent us all? Gregory Abbott or Beto O'Rourke? What are your thoughts? I, I, I want to hear all your thoughts, whether you're a Beto supporter, whether you're an Abbott supporter. Let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about should we have a, 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 a change in age limits for getting, the, uh, for getting an AR-15? Should we allow AR-15s in anybody's hands? Is, what is Beto going to do? Is he going to get that limit change? Is it constitutional or not? Well, all of that. It's for you to decide, for you to decide. That's what we are going to decide in this debate. So, folks, 713-526-5738. Let's talk about what's going on in Texas. Let's talk about the, what's happened with the live audience. What happened with the live audience in, uh, Beto said, that El Señor Abbott didn't want it. 713 Five seven three eight. What are your thoughts, folks? Uh, I know you're out there. We want to talk to you. We want to talk to you about what's going on in Texas. We want to talk to you about why would you hold a debate on Friday night? Aren't most people watching football? Are most people doing other things? Whose idea was it? Was it Greg's or was it Beto? We don't know. The grid. The grid is in trouble. Uh, we got away this time around. This that we almost lost it several days this 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 year, this summer. And what about this winter? Is it going to be a cold winter? Uh, do we have the people in power that are able to make the appropriate choices? That are able to go beyond beyond the those who fund. The energy companies, do we have it? Availability of guns without licenses. Crime rate is high. Crime rate has gone up. It's not as high as it was in the 90s, early 2000s, but with more guns, doesn't that say that we may have more crimes? How will Greg Abbott answer that? How would uh, O'Rourke talk about that? Will he press the issue? Abbott claims O'Rourke wants to defund the police and he actually has video. Can you believe it? He has a video that seems to say that El Señor O'Rourke said, I want to defund the police. Unfortunately, when one goes ahead and looks at the tapes, that is exactly not what he said at all. 713-526-5738. Folks, we want, you, we want to hear your thoughts on this debate that's about to happen at seven o'clock so we are here before seven o'clock trying to get you involved get the community involved what are your thoughts who do you think should win who do you think is best for texas sending the texas national guard to the border for something that the state is not responsible for remember border control 
is supposed to be something done by whom? By the federal government. So therefore, a state state government, state police has no rights to go ahead and go to the border and try to enforce border controls or anything like that. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Folks, uh, this is your show. This is your program. Let us know what's best. Who's best for Texas right now? Greg Abbott or Beto O'Rourke? Uh, it is your call, 713-526-5738. Are you registered to vote? Are you going to be consequential in the voting? Have you made sure that you are on the rolls? Even if you've registered to vote, that's not enough. You have to go to Harris Votes to make sure that, in fact, you weren't thrown off the rolls. And now that I'm telling you or, or suggesting to you that you go check to make sure that you're still registered to vote. Guess who's checking right now that I'm still registered to vote? There's a call coming in. Great to hear you guys. We're going to be answering your call momentarily. Uh, I am checking Harris votes myself. Make sure that, in fact, I am registered to vote. Folks, we have to make sure. <coughs> we have to make sure. So come on in, Suzanne Mulcahy. Love to hear your voice. Suzanne Mulcahy, let's hear your voice. Talk to me. Hi there. Yes, this is Suzanne, and uh, I appreciate that you guys are covering the debate. I am concerned because I keep hearing tendencies of liberal uh, preference in what you are saying. Yes. And you obviously you are not an attorney because you're not familiar with how the state could send the National Guard and state police to try to help with the border. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate that you guys are carrying this debate, but you are very liberal. And you need to make that very clear. Instead of just stating an opinion, Mm -hmm. you need to let your listeners know. I used to anchor the news, and I know, I know. Suzanne, I am. No, no, Suzanne, don't leave. Please don't leave. Um, I'm just happy that you called in and presented your point of view what would you like to hear you not being liberal that's it okay that is all i want i just don't want you to be trying to persuade people because you are in a position Mm -hmm. that should be central right in a central position and just present (laughs) this is greg abbott this is beto o'rourke maybe tell some things about each man's uh past history their education their stance on things and not going into this clearly slanted liberal side. Can I ask you, you a might question? Be a liberal, and I might be, and I might be um, an independent, mm-hmm. but I am not going to go on a radio show or the television news and present things that way. When a debate is when people are supposed to be making their decision about a candidate, mm-hmm. and you are trying to persuade them. Okay. To, to turn to the left. First of all, I I agree with you with regards to um, that. You know, personally, my personal preference is to be very progressive, and uh, you're correct. Uh, you, you can't deny that. <coughs> I mean, you are straight off the bat. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, you're not going to fool anybody. I, I don't. That. But the thing about it, very, Suzanne, 
Suzanne, here's a funny thing. Suzanne, here's a funny thing about it. I don't think in 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 what we're doing here or what I do, right? It's not about trying to um to to make make myself or the station or anything more than what it is or whatever. Over at this station, we have liberals, we have progressives, we have conservatives, and and and, and the like. And uh, do but, you do you have do you have a conservative uh, or someone else who's also going to be? Uh, hosting with you on this debate. This I, is the debate. I, I, so you need both sides instead of just a liberal voice there, a very leftist voice. You know something? You call yourself progressive, but you're not. You are, you are very left. Okay, isn't progressive left? Well, left is pushing progressive even more. Okay. So to call yourself progressive is you're flattering yourself. Okay, let me ask you a question. What are you, ma'am? What are you? Excuse me? Can I ask you what's your persuasion or your, your ideology? Sure. I'm an independent. Okay, great. Well, let me tell you, Suzanne, I hope you continue to listen to KPFT. I hope you continue to listen also to our shows here. And you see how you called in and, and, and said what you had to say? I love to hear that, first exactly. of all. Well, okay. Uh-oh. I, I, I love to hear that. So please keep doing that. Anyhow, Stephanie, come on in. Hi. I, um, you, you mentioned about the Texas National Guard being on the border. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things to say about that. Yes. First of all, border security is a federal responsibility, yes. not a state. And uh, the international border with Mexico is a peaceful border. Mm-hmm. It should not be fortified. Right. I served on the Iron Curtain when it was fortified. On the other side, there were watchtowers, right. fences, minefields, um Mechanized units that went back and forth, mainly there to stop their own people from crossing over into West Germany, right? East, East Germany and Czechoslovakia. I don't want that on the, on the, the Mexico, uh, the, our peaceful border with Mexico. Mm-hmm. I, I served with Mexican nationals who were drafted into the U.S. Army. Right. They had the choice to go back to Mexico right. or to stay and serve and get GI benefits, regardless of whether they wanted citizenship or not. Mm-hmm. So I proudly served with Mexican nationals, right. as well as people from the Caribbean. Um, about state duty, mm-hmm. we hated it. We absolutely hated it. Uh, when you're on federal duty, whether mm-hmm. it's the, the federal pays for uniforms, equipment, weapons, ammunition, um, vehicles, uh, fuel, parts, um, they pay for our pay. Uh, that's weekend drills, summertime, mm-hmm. um, you know, two weeks or whatever, and deployments, whether it's a stateside deployment or foreign de- deployment. Right. The only time the the, the state paid paid for our pay was when we were called up for state duty. Right. And they were always late. They paid less money. They did not pay federal rates. Right. And it was always late. So for when people were mobilized for uh, state emergencies, we never know how long it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know what we were getting. And for people living paycheck to paycheck, which was your typical enlisted uh, guards person from the small towns and the big cities and whatever, uh, when when they when the money was going to be weeks and weeks late, right? Um, they St- you know rent uh, rent was coming up, groceries, right? Uh, car St- payments, Stephanie. things like, like that. It became a big deal. The the troops that are deployed on the border uh, have been committing suicide. That's made 
the news because these people are in uh, extreme distress because of what their family is going through. Great. Let me let me ask you to hold a second there, okay. um, uh, Stephanie. Thank you for for those thoughts. And I want to, while I make an intro here, I want to ask you to um, to. Uh, Tell me what you think about the debate that's going to be going on going forward. But anyhow, folks, please call 713-526-5738. I, I have the pleasure right now to introduce the one and only Akua right here at KPFT. Akua, how art thou doing today? Greetings, greetings. And, you know, this feels so strange to be personal. back live in the studio. Awesome. But thanks to all the volunteers and people who have saw this vision to have this facility open. You know, we need it. Well, let me ask you, you have any questions for Stephanie? Stephanie, uh, I, I, I want, wanted Stephanie to tell us a bit about the, um, about what they, what her, uh, the thoughts on the, the, the current debate. Well, uh, basically, uh, you know, some of the key issues that women are talking about, of course, is the recent overturn of Roe versus Wade. That is a hot button issue. And I've been listening to a lot of pundits talk. And, you know, most of the time, if if it's a guy, they mostly focus on the border or immigration or the economy. But women of all backgrounds are pissed, really, about the state's leadership or lack thereof uh, with regard to Roe versus Wade. Yeah, well, Stephanie, your thoughts on that? Um, Yeah. Uh, but a, a different perspective. Abortion doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. I'm trans woman. Mm-hmm. I can't get pregnant. Right. On the other hand, I'm right in their gun sights. Ten years ago, they didn't particularly like us, but most of the, the Republicans, uh, they hardly even knew about us. And uh, now we're in the news all the time. Practically every time you turn on the news, mm-hmm. they're they're trying to do some type of atrocity against us. Right. Whether it's uh, keeping the kids from getting uh, even counseling, let alone uh, medical treatment for right. transition. Uh, they Abbott has vetoed bills, uh, anti-bullying bills. He thinks bullying is perfectly acceptable way to grow up in, in Texas schools. And of course, that, bullying leads to suicide. Absolutely. Let me block about seven one three five two six five seven three eight, folks. We want to entertain a lively conversation before we get to uh, the debate. So please give us a call at seven one three five two six five seven three eight. I'm here. This is Egberto Willis sitting here with the one and only Akua. Akua Holt here. Yes, thank you. Um, one of the things that I want us to think about, the debate starts tonight at 7 p.m. at the University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley in Edinburgh, which I'm told is mostly a Hispanic yes. environment or Latino, Latino environment. So that's really interesting. I think that Abbott would be uh, interested in debating with that area, especially with his position on uh, with regard to immigration. Right. I, you know, I, I, though I find it sad that um that. And and I, I I find it sad that uh, there will be no audience so that one can actually reflect on how what you're saying is actually going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, know that's, that's weird. Oh, okay. So, well, with less than six weeks to go before election date, Abbott reportedly holds a five to seven point lead over O'Rourke in the latest poll. Uh, but vote, early voting runs from October 24th to November the 4th, and Election Day is November 8th. 
And folks, you can still go ahead and register the votes that Harris votes. And don't forget, that I think that ends at October 11th, the last day that you are October 10th, the last day that you can register to vote, if I recall correctly. Uh, just do it early and make sure to check Harris votes early to make sure that you are, in fact, registered to vote. It is very, very important that you participate. Now, I'll be right with you in a minute, Stephanie, but uh, there's one interest in October. It is Tuesday, October 11th. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks very much, Akua. I think something that is very important for us to uh, acknowledge as well is that um, it, 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 the, the, the polls these days don't mean much. If we take a look at what happened in Kansas, Kansas, the pro the pro uh, uh, the pro abortion side of the debate had a slight lead right up to election day and on election day it actually lost by 20 points because the model that they had for the uh, likely voter model did not reflect who was actually going to vote women are the key well women have always been the well women have always been the key i mean we don't accept that you can go from the roosevelt days right up till now women have always been the ultimate and determinant factor in elections and they can be the ultimate and determinant factor in this election as well don't you think stephanie yes Okay, <laughs> Stephanie says yes. <laughs> well, well, I had a little note on that about uh, the vote for women, and I'm trying, scrolling through, trying to get through my notes. Well, oh, okay, the Democratic Attorney General candidate Rochelle Garzer noted in her statement that Texas restrictive trigger laws will disproportionately impact women of color, people living in poverty, and rural communities. And she's vowing to restore access to abortion if she's elected in Texas. So she understands the power of uh, women's votes. So she's speaking directly to that constituency. That is great. 713-526-5738. We have lines open. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. You know, um, of all the statewide candidates that we have, the major, the ones that are going for the major positions, she's the, the one that is polling the closest to victory. Hmm. Uh, well, I say the closest to victory as far as a Democratic candidate in Texas after having, having complete uh, Republican rule for uh, so very long, which is an which is an interesting. I always think of it as an interesting fact. Now, uh, the the one other item that I that I thought that is so important there, and actually I think they, they kind of fuse into one. We have the AR fifteen uh, debate whether uh, we should really have twelve. I mean, uh, eighteen year olds having the ability to purchase it, and then we have the new law that allow just about anybody to uh, who doesn't have a record to just go get a gun. So now Texas is considered the wild wild west. What I don't understand is how some candidates haven't really made that that position that the, this uh, this delta increase in crime is a result of policy and how they haven't equated that to really, you know, as soon as somebody uses that attack against you, well, crime is increasing. That's bad for business, though. You know, <laughs> they want the gun lobby people to support them and all the people who, you know, the, the various uh people who deal with weapons and guns. And, you know, Texas is one of the leading states that's always been out front on the right to carry or the right to defend right. your homestead. Right. 713-526-5738. Lines are wide open. 713-526-5738. Uh, fear not call. And whether you are liberal 
conservative or otherwise. We had a caller earlier on that um, I, I, I think I sort of misunderstood some of the things or where we're coming from. But again, we don't care whether you're progressive, conservative, in the middle. Please give us a call, 713-526-5738. We always wondered, Akua, why have a debate on Friday night when we know that it's a football day? And in fact, aren't you going to a football game after or something? I'm thinking, who did this? I I, I thought maybe Pacifica had the power to say, hey, let's do a debate on Friday. But but no, when I got a call about this, I'm like, who's debating on a Friday? I know, I know. Anyway, let's take that. I don't want people to listen. No, no, we we want people to listen. We're just back. Not Pacifica, I mean the the candidates. Yeah, we agreed to this. Yeah, but you know it was sort of concerning. Anyhow, let's take the other call, whomever the other call is, to get on air. And 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 Stephanie, um, look, thank you so kindly. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay. Good night. You have good a night. wonderful day now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah but have, have you talked about the hot button issues for each candidate? No, they mean, seem to be different. Well, I tell you what. Let let's let's take the other caller sure. and then then please uh, you tell me. Oops, we have an issue with the telephones a little bit, but it'll be cleared up in a minute. Okay. Yeah, I, I think uh, when that happens, you may want to t- uh, take the phone off. The um, there we go. You can take the phone feed off. Anyway, uh, let, let's let let's see. Um, I think. Let's go with the hot button issues while she uh, gets yeah. a phone issue settled. Okay, sure. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you know, uh, pundits have said that if uh, Abbott continues to run on the border issue, that he will continue a lead against Beto O'Rourke. However, O'Rourke has been heavily courting uh, women with regard to uh, the issue with abortion. And of course, Abbott has been talking about the economy. But I think also um, Abbott's, uh, Abbott's inability to handle the COVID protocols, I think people have short memories about yeah. how he handled that. And there's no, that topic is nowhere in the discussion right. with regard to this election. I'm not sure why not. I have no idea. Let's go to Lena, number four, and, uh, and, and, and uh, <laughs> see what Lena has to say. Lena, you are on or you will be on shortly. Bear with us. Let, this is, you know, Akua, this is our first week live after two and a half years. So we still are working out some kinks in the system. Lena, you are live. Hi, Alberto. How are you doing? I am doing fine. Talk to me. Yeah, so basically one thing I want to ask you, um, what happened to Democrats that you guys all going along with, like, silencing freedom of speech, mm-hmm. what happened to the First Amendment? Why don't you guys stand up for it? I, I would hope that we're standing up for freedom of speech. Can you give me an example? Example. Well, the example when they were masking all of us and vaccinating all of us. Uh-huh. Uh, I know so many doctors were fired over the vaccine, well, you know, not getting a vaccine. And you were all Democrats are going along. Yes, jail them, jail them. Uh-huh. Like, what happened to the Democrats? Okay, let me, let me, let me, I don't know if Akua wants to take this one first or, or let, let me take, let, let me try it this way. Um, I, I believe in freedom, like I think, I hope you do. And I believe everybody should have the right to do certain things. But I mean, I also believe that since you're breathing the same air that I am breathing, I have the, I should have some sort of a right to say, I don't want you blowing on me and infecting yes, you me. You can say whatever you want to say, but don't censor me. Oh, no, no. You you're take a vaccine. 
But then, but Lena, then I do what I want to do. My dear Lena, Lena, my can, body, my choice. Lena, my Lena, body. you're right. Lena, could you could you give me a little chance to just say a little something here? Yeah. Um, I believe in your body, your choice. I also okay. believe in my body, my choice. Right? Yes. And and the yes. thing about and the thing about it is. I want, I don't want, if, let's say you are an, a person who doesn't want vaccines and you're a person who doesn't want to wear a mask. In my humble opinion, which I've stated several times, I think you have that right to do so. But please don't deny the right of folks who want to deny you service or deny you their presence because they don't want you to possibly infect them. Isn't that both our rights? Well, I'm so sorry, but I, I'm not here. The hearing is so bad. Oh. But then, but then the, the the reality was it was you guys, it was the Democrats, okay, denying me and people like me who did not believe in not, Lena, not want to get vaccinated. Lena, I tell you what, I I, I I like to entertain these conversations, but because I'm I'm with a partner here as well as we have some other calls, I want to ask you a favor. Uh, yeah. I want to ask you a favor. I'm don't 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 go yet. Don't go. Don't I'm go. For the Jews. Wait wait wait. No 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 no. I no. Lena, I want you to stay. Wait wait a minute. Brushing me no, I'm not, Lena. Lena, Lena, my dear, beautiful Lena, Lena, could you please listen to me, Lena? Please, freedom of speech. Lena, that's why I'm in America, <laughs> anyway. I'm Lena, overseas, I'm here for freedom of speech, and I love and you for you it. Lena, big pharma silencing people like me. Okay, Lena, I don't want to silence you. Can you, Lena, thank you, Alberto. But wait, wait, I want to give, I want to give you one other message, please. Are you here still? My message is, please, I came to the United States for freedom of... Y yo soy de Panamá. Yo soy panameño, así que me gusta la libertad también. Okay, so here's what I'm trying to say, Lena. Thank you very much. Bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, let's go to Greg. Thank you, Lena. Thank you, Lena. Let's go to Greg. All right, we are going to get that fixed in a minute. But, Lena, if you're still listening, I want you to call at noon, 713-526-5738, and speak to me on Politics Done Right. But, Greg, you are on right now. Talk to me, Greg. Okay, how are we doing today? Hi, we are Greg. doing great, Greg. Okay. I wanted to say that in 1823, Stephen Austin created the Texas Rangers. Ten men, and they were to supplement the Mexican government militia patrols. And there's a very good book written, many, there's been a couple of books, and uh, you may be aware of a uh, Texas Ranger named Joaquin Jackson. Mm-hmm. He's very familiar with the famous singer Johnny Rodriguez. Okay. And uh, he actually helped to reboot his career. And he was a ranger from 19, well, from 19, he died, he died in 2016. Yeah. But from 1966 to 1993, <laughs> mm-hmm. he was assigned to the Texas border. Great. Let me, let me ask you, uh, my friend, to uh, kind of, oh, did you, did we lose you? Uh-oh. I think we lost you. Okay, let's go to Colby. I am so sorry. Please call back. Uh, we're having a little bit of phone issues. A little technical, a little technical difficulty. Mm-hmm. So please, Greg, call us back. Colby, you're high right now. You're hot right now. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm high. Okay. Uh, 
Anyway. No, I don't mean that. I, I meant hot, not high. <laughs> <laughs> it is Friday, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I was actually uh, calling uh, to say how great it is to have you back uh, in the studio. I love it. Thank, Thank you. you. And, uh, and uh, also, um, this is kind of regarding uh, well, a couple things. Uh, one, uh, a previous caller who said that you're a little too planted to the left. Uh-huh. And I just kind of wanted to say that I feel like um, I've always considered myself an in-the-middle sort of guy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like extremism has gone, you know, it's gone both ways. But I feel like at this point, like, center is, to call yourself center to appease both sides is to kind of stray away from reality. Oh, my God. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate those sentiments, Colby. Isn't that right, Akua, that, I mean... Somehow, the, 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 that, the, that the center has moved so far to the right that so many things that weren't left are now left. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, like for me, like I said, I always consider myself a middle guy. I voted third party in 2016. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like uh, one of the extremes has become an existential threat. Right. And I, I've actually become very politically motivated to the point where I'm now actually working for federal Oh, wow. Mm. Okay, that's excellent. Um, on and your so, point, go ahead. Anyway, I just love what you're doing, and I think it's great. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how this debate goes today. All right. Um, let me ask you a question. Uh, there's a lot of chatter out there because Beto has made headlines nationally. Um, because he has a knack, really, for grabbing national headlines. How do you think that's translated to voters locally, particularly in the state of Texas, where it really matters? Uh, Well, on the liberal side of things, uh, I've heard, you know, lots of praise for him. And I have heard a few folks say that he should tone down the gun talk. Okay. Now... A lot of people are really hanging on to uh, a soundbite that came out four years ago when he said, hell yes, we're coming for your gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you know, that's kind of taken out of context, but it's not like he was saying, we're going to go into your house and rip your gun out of your gun safe or whatever. Right. But he was basically saying, you know, we've guns have been off limits for too long. Hell yes, it's about time we did something about it. Mm-hmm. Well, he certainly had an impact on the 2018 election. I'm reading here where the close contest against O'Rourke and Cruz helped Democrats Lizzie Fletcher of Houston and Colin Alred of Dallas flip two congressional seats by each unseating a long-term Republican incumbent. Democrats had a net gain of 12 seats in the Texas House Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. when he ran uh, for that Senate seat. But I'm thinking here, here we are in 2022, where is the momentum? Is it there? Do you think the momentum will help propel him to a win? I I am seeing uh, a canvassing campaign like I've never seen before. Uh, One that I'm a part of. And it's, 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 it's amazing. I'm hiring like a dozen people a day to go out and knock on doors. Mm hmm. Okay. Like me personally, there's other people too hired. So anyway, uh, there's there's a lot of of people on the ground doing things that you know we're using technology to our advantage and uh, 
trying to target Democratic voters and get them out and get them motivated and get them informed. Yeah. Well, I'm reading this other piece also that talks about, and it depends on who writes these things. I'm just reading, you know, reporting what I've researched here. In this piece, I'll tell you where it came from in a moment. It says that Republic, quote, Republicans overwhelmingly trust, um, polling suggests that voters still overwhelmingly trust Republicans over Democrats. Do you find that to be accurate? Because you're on the ground. You can tell us what you're hearing out there. I mean, you know, going around town and talking to people, you know, we, we are trying to target Democrats. And so I don't really know of conservatives, although it does happen. Uh, so, you know, most of what we get is, yes, we're voting, lots of good feedback. Uh, occasionally, I get the you're in the wrong neighborhood kind of person. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, uh, we're not trying to change people's minds. And it does. So we try not to engage too much with conservatives. But, uh, but you know, also, I, I, yeah, a lot of people I know, a lot of my friends and family uh, still very much so plan on voting conservative uh, this November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find it interesting that this poll also says that Texans said the top issues facing the state were border security, immigration, political corruption, Paxton, (laughs) leadership and inflation, (laughs) rising prices, abortion and gun control and gun violence were further down the list. So maybe that's why you don't hear uh, the issue about uh, gun violence and gun control, because it's now further down the list. I don't even hear the Republicans talk about crime as much. You know, it, it is interesting. I think right now, uh, and I, I kind of hear it in, in what Colby is saying. Everybody is trying to uh, go with their base and, uh, and to see if they, if they make it a base election, it's to see how big, what part of your base they can get out. But look, Colby, it's been a pleasure for you calling us. Please keep us on your dial. Please remember that we have a whole lot of public relations shows now going and it was starting at 12 uh, and all uh, and starting in the mornings, actually, uh, and and going through 12. Um, I'd like to invite you to Politics Done Right at noons as well. And Akua, what what when is your show again? Uh, I don't know. OK. <laughs> OK, so we will we'll we'll talk about that uh, later on. Anyhow, so please remember, keep us on the dial 713-526-573. Colby, you have a wonderful day and let's go to Donald. I hope. I wonder if that's. Uh, and, and we're the ladies. I, we have one woman to call. Yes. If you're listening and you are a woman and you want to be heard, please call. Thank you. We'll be kind to you. I'm telling you. Seven one three five two six five seven three eight. Hi, Donald. Hey, how are you? Great. How are you? Um, not good. I mean, I'm I'm up and running, but I'm not real happy. Oh. If you get. Let me, um, I really like the show. It's very important. Um, it doesn't matter. It does matter a little bit. There should be very big neutral neutri- neutrality as for the speaker who's um, answering the calls and having the discussion, I would hope. He seems to be on that balancing act. There he's on the fence. Um, a little bit. Do I have a couple minutes to tell you who I am? Sure. Okay. Oh, boy. You asked for it. Okay. First of all, I'm the first baby boomer born in America on the East Coast on Veterans Day. So I do have some 
credibility as to what happened since November 11, 1946, while the Hiroshima bombs were still hot, and every day forward. I uh, remember everything from my fifth birthday on. I don't remember one, two, three, and four. I guess you're not supposed to, but I do remember my fifth birthday because in America, my mother said, run out the door, run down the street, knock on all your friends' doors, and tell them birthday party is going to be here at lunchtime. Get that done and come on back. Okay, all right. You know, this is what's no problem. No, I mean, that was real America, okay? The way it should be today. So we we scoot ahead forward. No, 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 no. Okay, now I'm in high school, 1965. I'm going to graduate. My brother is in the army. You know where we're going with this, but it's very unique. Nobody had this happen that I know of. Older brother comes out of the army and says, "Younger brother, you have to listen to me." I said, "I always do." I mean, I, you're the big brother, so. And I had there was five of us, and all different sizes and all different ages, women, uh, girls, and boys. So he says, "Here's what you do. <clears throat> you know that as soon as you step out of high school, because you already had to take the draft physical, you had to take it, or they come get you. Uh, and there was no lottery. So here's what you do. You're in high school. You go. There's five recruiters." You go to the five recruiters, there's a million, any kind of a job you want, anything is there. Pick a job that you think you like and you can do and put your hand on the damn Bible and put your other hand up in the air and enlist and swear in for four years of active duty on the job that you're pretty sure you can do. But let's exclude being a rifleman in a ditch in Vietnam, if you don't mind, because I got real close, but I didn't get there, but I don't need you to go there. So that's what I did. And uh, I, uh, I'm not bragging, but I'm just telling you the story. And I got lots of pictures and lots of documentation to prove everything. Um, so it turns out I got my pilot's license in the Navy when I was 20 years old, because I joined when I was 18. And the recruiters were kind enough to say, okay, that's what you're asking for, but you don't get it. I said, but I just asked, I, you signed up and you put that down on my sheet here. They call it dream sheet. They said, you don't get it. You just signed up for it. The hoops get smaller and smaller and smaller as you get closer and closer to that uh, situation. And when you finally get to the point where you can jump through the last hoop, upside down, standing on your head, and squeeze through it real quick, like, and get out and still stand up straight and salute the flag, yeah, you might make it. All right, so I was lucky. I made it. I was uh, <clears throat> very pleased at the job. Um, I did deal with Russian spying ships off the East Coast, which is a, a, an issue I can talk about now that probably, uh, of course, I only met a few people who knew about this mission, and Russian fishing trawlers, this is in 1967, 68, 69, were spying that Russian fishing trawlers are very good to hide a spy ship inside of because they have all that uh, running gear on the outside, you know, with all the things sticking up there with antennas you couldn't Hey, Donald, I'm loving the story. I'm but loving the I'll story. I'll go forward quick. Yes. Ask, okay, ask me any question. No, 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 no. no. I'm telling you I'm loving the story, and I want to. I, I kind of want to oh, wait, say wait. where we're okay, going. Let's go to the battle. I have notes. I'll, I'll skip ahead. Yes. I know what you're – I got your point here. Um, for a man to change his name for political reasons should mean you're disqualified immediately. Mm-hmm. You can't change your name for that. That's, that's not the way it works. It was mm-hmm. on your birth certificate. That's the name you'll use. Uh, you could change it for other reasons, music and all that. 
However, my brother changed. I have a brother who's a famous musician and worked in Disney for 17 years, Mm -hmm. and he changed his name from James to J-I-M-I, Jimi Hendrix. Mm -hmm. Not Hendrix, but Jimi and our last name. And to be out of the respect for his music and the type of person he was and all that. Okay, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. So as far as the AR-15 things go, I recall way back in the day, there was a waiting period. If you went to any place to buy a gun, they'd say, fine, okay, good, but there's a three-day waiting period. Okay, so come back in three days if you still want the gun, and you have to go to your police chief of your town, the police chief of everybody's town got some kind of a police director. You have to go to him with this paper and have a conversation with him, in other words, a little psychological talk with him, and if he signs this paper and you come back, get the gun. If the chief doesn't sign the paper, you don't get the gun. Because okay. you've lived in that town, that chief knows who you are. We don't know who you are, but he knows who you are. He knows where you live. He knows who your parents are. Very simple. A waiting period. So the bring it home for me. Bring it home for me, Donald. Bring it home for me. I mean, I, I love, I, I love I your story. Think, okay, but I don't think Beto is anywhere near. If you look at his background, mm-hmm. I mean, there was a house robbery for him. There was a hit and run for him that he, he did realize, oh, I better stop because the police are going to chase me and then I won't be able to... I won't be able to get away from him. Mm -hmm. A few things that are really disqualifying. And his attitude is just impossible now. Can I ask you a question? Because I I think you, I think you, you, you make, and by the way, you know, we, we are, we, we all have the options to decide what we want to judge somebody on. Right. So, yeah. So you judge him on, on the name calling. I mean, on him changing his name. Okay. My name is Egberto Willis to make life easy for folks. I've changed it before for other things, but let me ask you something a bit more profound. All right. I meant change the name only for politics. Oh, no, no. I get you. I get you, brother. I really understood what you said, but let me ask you something because this, this, this drives me hard. Uh, when did you want to say something? Okay. Okay. This drives me hard. Um, my friend. In Texas, in, when, the affordable, when the, the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act was offered, I mean, was offered to Texans, right? right? It was going to cost zero for the first three years and 10% thereafter. Texas is the state that has the most uninsured people in this country. And we have a governor who said, because of ideological reasons, I will let 2,833 or some number there of people in Texas who lack insurance die. That to me is material. That to me is moral. And when, when somebody tells me that they don't like a person because of a name change, I grant that to you, sir. But what I can't grant is not seeing the evil in someone, in somebody who will allow your fellow citizens to die because of ideological reasons. And I can. That offer for the 10 percent was it should have been across the board. No, no, Anybody I, who wants to apply sir, for it should sir, get it. My, I, I got to go to another call, my brother. But I, I, right. I, but I, what I'm trying to say, sir, and and and, and you kind of. I am supposed to be a bit less partial, but this one hits a nerve, having a, a daughter that's had two strokes, having a wife with lupus, and knowing and understanding and understanding what healthcare is all about when you don't oh, yeah. work for a corporation, etc. I cannot see anybody not seeing an evil 
within, having access for your entire population, your entire population, the potential for access and saying no. Thank you, Donald. I want you to keep calling our station. I want you to stay engaged. 713-526-5738. Please stay engaged with us because it's. I need to hear from folks like you. You're a good man altogether. I need to hear from folks like you to get the right context. Nita, come yeah, on and, and I want to let people know you're listening to KPFT Houston, 90.1 FM Houston. I'm Akua Holt. I'm Egberto Willis. And what are we doing here on we, a Friday? Well, Akua, what are you, why did you pull me in here, Akua? I know, I know. We're going to, yeah. Well, I, it's important because we have callers who haven't listened to us do live programming in a long time. And they this is a hot button issue. Yes, the state it election. is. But, you know, uh, Anita is on the air now. Anita Hi, wants Anita. to say something. Hello. Hello. How are y'all? And welcome back. Great. Thank, Thank you, Anita. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. I have been um, a fan of KPFC since the office was down on Prairie. Wow. So before Love It Full of Wow. It's <laughs> a long, long time. time. It is. Um, I just wanted to make a comment regarding Lena's phone call. Um, I, I would like for somebody to call in and explain to me that regarding vaccines and masks, why is it my body, my choice? But when it's regarding abortion, why is it my body, your choice? Mm. I, you can't have it both ways. So, you know, how I, I don't understand how anybody can think that that's OK. I think yes, Mademoiselle Akua is much more qualified I, no, to answer no, that Nita, than I am. I am so glad you called to point that out. I've been asking where the women out there to call and talk about <laughs> I, this I heard issue. you ask. That's what Thank made you. me call in. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you know, it's it's incredible to me in 2022 when it comes to this hot button issue of the governor election. We're the women. Why aren't we speaking out? Why aren't we holding our election electoral election officials uh, responsible, particularly these men who think that they can speak for our wounds? Exactly, because that and that's also another thing that just um, gets my goat. You know, ninety five percent of the people that want to be in control of abortion will never, ever, ever have to worry about getting pregnant from being raped. Right. And many of them, well, none of them exist. They had to pass through a woman. So if you're going to speak for us, at least ask us what we think about our wounds and how we want to be treated as human beings, whether we uh, are for abortion or not. Because we know that there are extenuating circumstances where women may have tubal pregnancies that they are saying no to. You can't get an abortion. Um, you know, women have been uh, victims of incest and rape. And then some women have been victims of domestic violence, even in marriage or a relationship. And they just don't want to go through with the pregnancy. So why allow the woman to experience trauma and then perhaps the child to continue that trauma? Yes, it's flabbergasting. And then along with that, um, I don't see very many of people that are pro-life um, raising their hand to take in any of these uh, children that are then abused because they weren't wanted. Yeah, I think and, that's the other critical issue because Texas has such a high population of children waiting for adoption. I don't hear any of the pro-lifers talking about 
how are we going to remedy that situation? It came to a point where a lot of these children were staying in hotels because they couldn't find places and homes for them to be temporarily. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. it's, I just, I don't understand it at all. I was watching, the, I live in a little bitty town, I'm 160 miles northeast of Houston, which is what I'm driving to. We were born and raised in Houston, been KPFT members for a long time, but my husband and I got away. Mm. Well, then our 38 year old daughter decided after 10 years, she was going to have her first baby. So now I come in and I watch him. Wow. During the week, because she teaches um, at a private school for kids on the spectrum. Um, but now I get to see the big city Houston news. And I was watching some program and they were talking about things that had happened to women just because of these new laws. And one woman had been shot by a woman that had a wielding a gun in a parking lot. And they put the woman who got shot in jail for endangering her unborn baby. Yeah, I, I think I read that. Yeah, it, 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 mm. um, It's mind-blowing, you know? It's like, where do we live now? What has happened? Exactly, yeah. I feel the same way. Exactly, yeah. Well, we're going to have to but continue anyway. to pay attention to that issue. And I think women are going to have to uh, perhaps create coalitions, uh, across, you know, racial lines, economic lines, and make our voices be heard. I think they're able to I capitalize on our lack of unity and our lack of organization to say that they speak for us and we need to take our power back and vote as a collective. Yes. I love yes. that. I, I love that. Vote yeah. as a collective. Yes. I mean, we have to get together and, and really do the right thing. Um, I, I think, uh, look, Nita, thank you so kindly for calling in. And please remember to keep us on your dial. I know you're a longtime listener, so I'm probably talking to the choir. But please tell everybody about <laughs> us. I appreciate you, okay? You, you, you bet. Nita. You bet. Y'all have a great weekend and a good evening. You okay, too. Now. You too. I want to remind right. everyone that early voting runs from October 24th to November 4th. Voters can cast ballots at any polling location in the county where they are registered to vote. Early voting, uh, during early voting, election day is November 8th. And you may want to check to make sure that your name is still on the voting rolls. Thank you so kindly, yeah. Akuai. Uh, James, you are hot. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant that to your online. <laughs> okay, go ahead, James. Oops. Okay. What happened there? Well, while we're waiting for James, I want to remind our audience you'll need one of seven types of valid photo IDs to vote in Texas. So the state driver's license, a Texas election identif- take, identification certificate. Yeah. Is that something new? Yeah. Okay. No, no. They, they've always, you can either have a oh, license oh, well, or an yeah, ID. Yeah, yeah. The ID card. A Texas personal identification card, a Texas license to carry a handgun. Uh, a U.S. military ID card with a personal photo, a U.S. Citizen, citizenship certificate with a personal photo, of, or a U.S. passport. Voters can still cast votes without those IDs if they sign a form swearing that they have a reasonable impediment from obtaining a proper photo ID or use a provisional ballot. Now, the provisional ballots, I don't think they count. No, they don't count. That's just... I, I mean, and you know what's so funny? You have all those IDs, and notice I don't think I saw a student ID. 
No. Oh, wow. Look, we yeah. got a lot of calls and we have a little bit of time left. So let's okay, go we'll through. Let's minute. cycle let's do this a, through three. You want to do a two minute? Yeah, yeah. let's do a, like a 30 second for somebody to make a statement. Go ahead and uh, lay the first one on. Oops, we're losing. We're losing it, I think. Faraved, uh, put somebody on air and we'll be ready to go, folks. Thank you so kindly, folks. As Akua just mentioned, that's very important. Please go ahead and uh, and. Uh, uh, register to vote at Harris Votes. Okay, we are ready to take that other call. I think it's about to come, but they may be having some technical issues. With and have we told them they can listen to the debate after? Oh, we, no, on. actually, please tell yeah. them, Akua. Well, uh, when we're done at 7 o'clock p.m., KPFT will be carrying the, carrying the debate live. Please right go ahead and listen to mm -hmm. KPFT for the debate. Yeah. We'll be carrying that debate live. Uh, let's see if we can get another person. Come on in, James. I Sorry that I missed you. Come on in, James. James, uh, are you with us? Yeah, it's going to turn red for James right now. Okay. Come on in, James. Hey, how's it going? Great. Talk to me. Hey. Um, yeah, I, I have a couple points I want to try to touch on real quick. Um, uh I, I think your first female caller, um, she she was making a, a piece point about uh, Democrats kind of, uh, in my opinion, making a move to the right and being pro censorship, or not very pro war, military, industrial complex. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, like I, I believe she was talking about like deplatforming. Um, right. Joe like Rogan would be a good example. Right. You know? Um, disagree with what someone says, wipe them off the internet. Um, and that has been very much supported, um, James. By, by James, I, 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 I hear you. Could you make the point real quick? Because I have to jump to one other caller before we get off, uh, to okay, go to the yeah, live debate. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think for Texans, uh, uh, better stamp on gun. Okay. Yeah, absolute no go. Okay. Uh, uh, just to, even if you're against them, uh, historically speaking, taking people's guns is what starts civil war revolution. You know, I, I do appreciate your thought, my friend. And we have to go to the last caller. But thank you so kindly. Keep calling us and keep staying with us. You'll get more airtime. Thank you so kindly. Thank Justin, you. come on in. Justin, come on in. Okay, we'll get that. Justin, you're you're hot. Yes. Uh, oh, what happened? Okay. Well, hopefully okay. Justin can call right yeah. back, and we'll we'll put him on. Okay. If Justin calls back, we'll we'll put him on. If he calls back within thirty seconds, so Justin, if you call within thirty seconds, we'll just drop you right in to get started. It's not going to happen. Oh, we're going to try. All right. But anyhow, Akua, I, I, what do you expect out of this debate today? Um, I think you should talk about that. Huh? Well, I, you know, again, as as a woman voter, right. I, there are specific issues that I want to hear about education, health care and, um, of course, uh, the abortion rights. So when you look at how the media is framing this debate, uh, it's basically around, you know, issues that we hear on a national level, the economy, mm -hmm. the border uh, you know, uh, the, uh, what um, fuel, high gas prices, and low gas prices. Right. But there are some other issues, uh, hot issues that women are Let's give Justin in. that 30 sure. seconds. Justin, 30 seconds before we have to cut off. So go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. 30 seconds. 
Yes, thanks for having me. You're welcome. I, I just wanted to make a, a comment. Um, so yesterday, um, I'm traveling back from um, an international trip for mm-hmm. business, and and I'm sitting here waiting in the line at uh, Customs, and it's a rather long line. Uh, even for U.S. citizens, it was about an hour and a half mm-hmm. to get through Customs. I guess a lot of traveling, and it, and, it, and it just made me think about this whole border situation. And give me a ten second closer, Justin. We have to go just, to the debate. The that, yeah, just the fact that, uh, you know, there's a process in place. If, if, if you don't prove your uh, citizenship, if you, if you don't have a, a good reason to be in the country, uh, you're going to be denied access. You Thank will you. not leave that airport. Thank you very much, Justin. Uh, let's go to Alistair real quick. Alistair, you're on. Um, so even though that's not one of the issues that was brought up. Is the debate started? Okay, uh, folks, I'm sorry that we went over. Uh, Alistair, we'll, we'll catch you after the debate. It's all good. No thank, problem. thank you for calling, Alistair. Thank you so kindly. Thank you, Roberto. Thank this you. is great. Bye. This has been great. Thanks to the listeners as well. Thank you very this much. This is KPFT Houston 90.1 FM. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most